turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. We are excited about you joining us today as we continue the series on the Ten Commandments. In a world that deals in half-truths and shades of gray, Pastor Draper talks to us about living in truth in this message entitled, Thou Shalt Not Lie. Turn with us to the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 16. And there you'll find these words as we continue our journey through the Ten Commandments. This is commandment number nine. It says, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. However, I'm going to be perusing through the whole canopy of Scripture, so keep your Bibles open. I want to talk about, from this subject, you shall not lie. Repeat it after me. I shall not lie lie. Our nation is increasingly becoming a nation of liars. Even Christians lie with ease because many are habitual liars. If everyone in the country told the absolute truth for one day, I believe the stock market would crash, families would disintegrate, everything would go AWOL, and everything would be topsy-turvy because the whole system is built on lies to our regret. We see that lying is commonplace in our society, and many encourage it, giving the impression that you just can't survive without lying. If you're going to make it, you better lie. And you most certainly can't get ahead without doing it. Entertainers lie. They really lie. <laughs> the lyrics of music are filled with lies. Television commercial lies. Radio ads full of lies. Students lie. Students are taught the lie of evolution in schools. Politicians lie. Say one thing to get in office and forget the statements they make. And then there's the lie of safe sex through the use of condoms. And the list goes on and on and on and on. This particular commandment, the ninth commandment, prohibits the crime of perjury or the giving of false testimony in the court of law. This particular commandment has a broader implication in that any word of ours which injures our neighbor publicly or privately is forbidden by Almighty God. Now, God considers lying a very serious matter and stresses his feelings toward it as found in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. Open your Bibles and turn to Proverbs chapter 6. This is a Bible teaching church. We reference the Bible because this book is not according to Draper. It is according to God. 
So Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19, if you want to know what God thinks about lying, it is absolutely clear as it relates to the scripture. Verse 16 says, these six things the Lord hates. The Lord what? Yes, seven are abomination to him. Verse 17, a proud look. There it is, underline it, a lying tongue. You see that? Underline it. Don't be afraid to write in your Bible. You don't have to turn it back in. It's your book. A lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans. He hates that. Feet that are swift and running to evil. He hates that. And there it is again, twice. Look at verse 19. A false witness who speaks what? Lies. And the last but not the least, one who sows discord among the brethren. These are six things the Lord hates. Seven are detestable to him. And a lying tongue is actually two of the seven. Now, you know what a lie is. I don't have to really tell you what a lie is, but just to remind you, a lie is defined as an untruth or a statement deliberately told that one knows is false with the intent to deceive or to mislead another. It is an untruth or statement deliberately told that one knows is false with the intent to deceive or mislead another or anything that is meant to give a false impression. Now, where does lies come from? They come from the devil. Say devil. You say, well, show me that in the book. Well, I'm glad you said that. John 8, 44, the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 44. And you'll see, well, you'll see the origin of lying. The origin of lying is, is, is from the devil. John 8, 44 says, you are of your father, the devil, and, he, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth. He hates the truth. Because there is no truth in him. Who? The devil. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Okay? So don't you ever lie and say, God told me to tell you this lie. That's not God. Stop lying on God. Amen? No such thing as a little lie. No such thing as a white lie. A lie is a lie. A, you, know kind of, you know what a lie is? It's a devil's lie. It's a devil's lie. It's not a white lie. It's not a little lie. It's, it's a devil's lie. Why do we lie? We, why do we lie? We lie, number one, because we have no reverence for God or his word. You know what the word, this book is the book of what? Truth. As a matter of fact, John 17, 17 says, thy word is truth in John 17. This is the truth. You want to know the truth? Get in this book. Amen. You want to live the truth? Get in this book. You want to walk by the truth? Get in this book. This book will save you from a whole lot of trouble. It'll keep you from lying. And some folks lie so much they never get to the book. But if you get to the book, the book will flush out the lie. No reverence for God or his word. Number two, we want to protect ourselves from shame, humiliation, and embarrassment. We don't want to be embarrassed, so we, we lie to protect ourselves. We don't want to be shamed. We, we don't want to be humiliated. So we'll do all of that to keep ourselves 
from being put in that kind of position. Thirdly, we lie because of our own agenda. We have a personal agenda. You try to gain more power or to get in a position, you lie. Or to get more money, to lie. Get money back on your taxes, lie. You, you lie for all, any number of reasons, but it's all lying. And you know what? The Ten Commandments were written to God's people. It wasn't written to the Amalekites and, and all the other ites, the Jebusites and all the ites. It was written to Israel, the Hebrews, God's people. And you know who I'm talking to today? I'm talking to God's people. Now, we expect pagans to lie. People that don't know the Lord, people that's not in Christ, people who's not saved by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, you expect them to lie. Now, why are you getting upset that they're lying to you? They're supposed to lie. They don't know God. Well, he lied on me. Well, so what? That's his nature. Amen? So you just make sure you tell the truth and stop lying back. <clears throat> why do we lie? Because it's always easier to lie than to tell the truth. If you don't think before you speak, you will lie. If you don't speak, think before you speak, you will lie. If you talk too much, you will lie. Be a person of few words. Some of you talk too much. You get on that phone, you talk two hours, you'll start lying. Amen. James, James 1.19 says, well, James 1.19 says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Think before you speak. Think. Because you talk too much, you're going to lie. Number five, why do we lie? Because we believe we won't get caught. We believe we won't get caught. How many have been caught in a lie? Maybe, be honest, to thy own self, be true. Numbers 3223 B. Numbers 3223B says, and be sure your sin will find you out. Oh, yeah, you may get by, but you won't get away. You can look cute and still lie. You can be a daddy and lie. You can be a mama and lie. You can be a preacher and lie. You can be a usher and lie. You can be on the tape ministry and lie. It's easy to lie, and lying will catch up with you. Greetings, and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. We're thankful you joined us today as Pastor Draper continues the message, Thou Shalt Not Lie. Number six, why do we lie? Fear of not being accepted. In other words, sometimes people lie to be accepted by others. Or you're so full of pride that you lie. Or because you're trying to evade the consequences, should you tell the truth? You know, if I say this, this is going to happen to me, so I'm going to lie because I don't want to experience the consequences. Well, lying, there are some consequences of lying, too. The consequences may be delayed, but they're coming. And many times worse simply because you didn't deal with truth up front. Am I getting through to you all today? Are, are y'all listening to me? Okay, listen to what God is saying according to his word. Or why, why do we lie? Number seven, it is the spirit of the age. It is the spirit of the age. The fact that everyone else is doing it makes it seem acceptable. Makes it seem deceptible. So everybody, look, everybody else is doing it. If everybody else is going to hell, are you going to? Everybody jump in the lake and drown. You going to jump in the lake and drown too? That's no excuse. I don't care if 50 billion folks are doing it. If God says don't do it, Everybody else, 50 million folk are, folk are wrong if they're doing it, amen? 
A crowd doing it don't make it right. A crowd subject to do anything. Stop following crowds. They'll destroy you anyhow. Then why is it so critical that we tell the truth? Why is it so critical that we tell the truth? That's the question. Why is it so critical that we tell the truth? Number one, the, the Lord commands us to tell the truth. That's why we should tell the truth. The Lord commands us to what? Tell the what? Zechariah. Turn to Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 8 verse 16. It says, these are the things you shall do. Speak each man the truth to his neighbor. Give judgment in your gate for truth, justice, and peace. I repeat it again, Zechariah 8, 16. Some of you have just found it. Some of you are still looking. Don't be afraid to go to your table of content. Zechariah 8, 16 says, these are the things you shall do. Not might do. Not if you want to. These are the things you what? Shall do. Speak each man the what? Truth to his neighbor. Give judgment in your gates for truth, justice, and peace. Why is it so critical that we tell the truth? It reflects our relationship with Jesus Christ. It reflects our relationship with whom? Jesus Christ. Proverbs 12.22. Turn there. Proverbs 12.22. You say, Pastor, you're using this Bible too fast. Catch up. Proverbs 12.22. It reflects our relationship with Christ. In Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22, it says, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. But those who deal truthfully are his delight. Do you realize when you tell the truth, truth, you bring delight to the heart of God? Do you realize when you tell the truth, and when I tell the truth, we glorify God in truth speaking? Do you not know you praise God through your lips when you speak the what? The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Why is it so critical that we tell the truth? Thirdly, the truth builds our character and our reputation. It builds our character and our reputation. You, you want to enhance your character? You want a better character? Start telling the truth. Folk want to listen to folk who tell the truth. It helps your reputation. Fourthly, the truth stands. That's why we tell the truth. The truth stands. The truth is always the truth. D.L. Moody said, a lie will travel halfway around the world before truth put on its boots, unquote. The truth stands. You don't have to worry about the truth not being the truth. The truth is the truth. Why is it critical that we tell the truth? The truth shall set us free. The truth shall set us free. John 8, 32. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. Turn to John 8, 32. It says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall what? Set you free. When you live the truth, you live in freedom. When you live the truth, you live in what? Say it again. When you live the truth, you live in what? One more time. When you live in truth, you live in what? When you live in lies, you live in bondage. Say, when you live in lies, you live in bondage. Okay, now you have a, you have a decision to make. What do you want to do? Do you want to live in freedom or do you want to live in bondage? You got a choice. It's your choice. You determine how you want to live. Do you want to live in bondage or do you want to live in freedom? Jesus died on the cross, saved you by the power of his blood, set your captive soul free and mine too, and then we re-enslave ourselves through bondage. How shameful. Life is too short to be in bondage. Life is too short to have all this added baggage and weight. It is hard enough, listen, with God on your side. Did you not know that? I mean, walking with the Lord is not easy. It's, it's difficult when the Lord is with you. 
I mean, when Jesus was here, his road was not easy, even though he had the Father's backing. Are y'all hanging with me? Now, if it's difficult when God is with you, how much, how tough it is, how much more tough if you are out there on your own. When you're lying, you own your own. You hear what I said? Now, who do you want? Do you want God to be with you, or do you want to be out there on your own? What can you do for yourself with your little old puny self? You can't do nothing for you. I don't want to be on my own. This world is too mean, too deadly, too dangerous, too disastrous for me to be out there on my own. I don't have enough know-how to be out there on my own. I don't have enough skills, enough intelligence. Listen, I, apart from Christ, I can't do nothing. So I want to operate on the premises of Scripture and realize I got God's back. And if I got his back, and I don't care how tough it is, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Six, listen. Why is it necessary that we tell the truth? It's because when we live the truth, we speak the truth, which earns us a right to be heard. When we live the truth, we speak the truth, which earns us a right to be what? Heard. You know, who wants to listen to a liar? Oh, honey, don't hear. You, she said that, consider the source. No one wants to listen to a liar. You earn the right to be heard when you're truthful. Number seven, because God is truth. And those who worship him and serve him must do so in spirit and in truth. God is truth. And we ought to be people of truth because we have the God of truth in us. The God of truth in us. John 4.24, just jot it down. John 4.24 says, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We're to worship truthfully, and we're to serve him truthfully. Number eight, why is it necessary we tell the truth? Because we maintain our Christian testimony and credibility. We maintain our Christian testimony and our credibility when we tell the truth. And number nine, why is it important we tell the truth? Because you don't have to have a good memory when you tell the truth. You don't have to remember what you said to that person that year, and they come back and say, you know what? They didn't say that three weeks ago. But when you tell the truth, you can keep saying the same thing, what? All the time, because it's the truth. But when you lie, you got to have a doggone good memory, a real good memory. And the older you get, sometimes you start slipping. Amen? You ever had those moments? You don't have to be old to have a moment. You can have a moment at any age. Looking for your glasses and they're on your face. Huh? Oh, come on here. Y'all have, amen. <laughs> Put your watch in the refrigerator or something. You know, you just, you're having those moments. You know, you look, <laughs> you just, so, so since those moments are coming, it's, it's better to have those moments knowing you've been operating on the basis of truth. Amen. Is, is God speaking to you today? All right. All right. Now, next, what are ways that we lie? What are ways that we lie? What are ways that we lie? Number one. You may lie to yourself. You lie to yourself. It's possible for you to lie to yourself. Say it's possible to lie to me. Okay, you say how? Well, here's one. A, knowing you're wrong, but coming up with all kinds of excuses to convince yourself that you're right. You see, that's lying to yourself. Knowing you're wrong, and you know that you're wrong, but you're coming up with all kinds of excuses to make yourself believe that you're what? Right other person is wrong. By doing so, you do not confront the reality of yourself. Secondly, 
thinking more highly of yourself than you should. You know, you thinking way up here and you way down here. You're deceiving yourself. I mean, you, you got yourself too high up. And you know you're not that high up. You're not, you haven't even gotten there yet. But you thinking you there. But you ain't there. Or you make yourself out to be less than what you really are. That's a lie too. The devil have you with low self-esteem, thinking you are nothing, and you just can't add up, and you know you're bigger than that, and you know what God has done with you and through you, but you believe, you believe the devil's lie, and you're lying to yourself to thinking that you are lesser than what you really are. You're hanging on? Sometimes to be accepted by your peers, you may act in an unacceptable way, and you're lying to yourself. You know that's not you, but you're acting that way because you're trying to be accepted by a certain status group. Y'all hanging with me? That's how you lie to yourself. How do you lie to yourself? By not owning up to your own responsibilities. And you're putting the blame on others. Well, if she had done this, that wouldn't have happened. It's, it's everybody else's fault but yours. You, you don't assume the responsibilities for your own actions. You're always pointing the fingers when it's you and when it's me. Amen? putting the blame on others when it's really you, or criticizing those who do own up to their responsibilities. In other words, you're coming down on someone when they confess a sin, or when they get caught in something, how could they do that? So-and-so knows, how could that preacher do that? How could Joe, I know she does, huh, and she's been in the church 40 years, or he's really, and, and come to, you are right out here doing the same thing. Huh? Coming down hard on folk. And then here you are in the same thing, in the same sins. How do you lie to yourself? Living in denial of your circumstances. Living in denial of your circumstances is another way you can lie to yourself. In other words, pretending things are not as bad as they really are. Oh, things are not that bad. The whole, your whole life is caving in. And you're in a facade. Things are not really that. It's going to be, a, it's all right. No, it's not all right. And you is bad. You won't even deal with these serious issues. You say, give me an example. Your marriage is falling apart, and you're saying everything's fine. Huh? Oh, it's getting quiet now. Yeah, your marriage is falling apart. Oh, everything's fine. Uh, your child is in trouble. My child wouldn't do that. You don't know what your child will do. Why don't y'all say amen? You don't know what they're doing now. You don't know what they're doing wherever they are. Amen. When they get older, they ain't on your lap. They're on your heart. So my child wouldn't do that. And lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another. You sense something wrong with you in your body, won't even go see a doctor. Oh, I'm fine. I ain't sick. And you're dying. Okay? All right, so you can lie to yourself. Then a man lies to God. Man lies to God. There's another way you lie. You can lie to yourself. Secondly, you can lie to whom? God. Here's how you lie to God. Making promises you don't keep to God. Example, God, if you give me this, I'll do that. God, I'm sick. If you just make me well, I'm coming to church. And you can't come four Sundays in a row. God, if you get me up off this operating table, I'm going to do right. You messing over God. God, if you straighten my top finances out, I'm going to tithe. And you giving God chump change. Y'all hanging on? Making promises to God you don't keep. You lying to God? Or how, another way you lie to God. 
proclaiming to believe and trust Christ, while at the same time you're consulting with mediums and psychics, and you read them little cookies that got them little Chinese cookies with them little things in it, and you, and you believe in that. I don't even open the wrapper. And y'all looking, mm-hmm, that's me. That ain't you. Some little Chinese proverb. You, this is about us right here. I wish this was in the cookie. A scripture in every cookie. <laughs> every cookie. Yeah. yeah. But you say you trust Christ, you open that stuff, read and laugh. Oh, that's me. That's my mother. I'm a Virgo. Horoscopes, tarot cards, and other satanic devices, using that stuff for guidance. And yet you say you trust the law. Well, you trust the law. Why are you seeking that stuff? Why you don't go there? How do you lie to God? You lie to God in giving. Remember Ananias and Sapphira? Huh? Wait a minute. Y'all, some of y'all, this, this, we got a lot of new folk just got to church. Look at Acts chapter 5. Verses 1 through 11. We're going to read that all the way through. I'm going to read it myself. But a certain man named Ananias went with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds. Now, underline that. Underline that. Don't be right in your Bible. I'm telling you to write in your Bible. If it ain't your Bible, don't write in it. Okay? So they kept back part of the proceeds. For, he, look, his wife also being aware of it. So the hubby and the wifey, you know, both of them are in on it together, right? Just like y'all. And brought a certain part. They brought the peace to God and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in to Malls. Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you.